This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Social Security is hopeful it will reduce payments to dead people. Technical updates to the website for IG reports will produce even more government transparency. And AT&T Public Sector has a new leader. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, October 13th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Council of the Inspectors General on Integrity and Efficiency, or SIGI, shares a few updates coming to Oversight.gov. As the government-wide website compiling IG reports hits its fifth anniversary, new tagging and website refresh capabilities will soon be available. SIGI says since the website launched in 2017, 72 IG offices have shared over 23,000 reports with roughly 17,000 open recommendations for agencies. The platform has also created 12 independent OIG sites with six more in development and another 16 requesting their own platform. The National AI Initiative Act is nearing its two-year anniversary, but there are still significant barriers to its implementation. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. For agencies that are looking to use artificial intelligence more often, first understanding the skills gaps that exist in your workforce is key. Shakib Shribe is the National Technical Information Service's chief data scientist. What we have is a large number of federal agencies that are still struggling with the antiquated architectures and the lack of skills and talent. Shribe says agency leaders should first learn about the needs and requirements for implementing AI and then offer training, upskilling and hiring based on internal assessments. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. AT&T Public Sector has a new leader. The company named Z Hussein to replace Jason Porter, who will be transitioning to a new leadership role. Hussein has worked for AT&T for more than 20 years, most recently leading the enterprise sales team focused on customers in the healthcare, manufacturing, and transportation sectors. Additionally, AT&T named Jim Bugel as president of FirstNet. Bugel has been with the FirstNet program since 2017 as its vice president. He oversaw strategy, policy, and implementation for all state, local, and federal public safety initiatives, as well as the FirstNet Response Operations Group. State chief information officers are finding similar challenges and opportunities as their federal counterparts. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. State CIOs say improving the citizen experience through digital transformation and moving away from legacy IT systems are among their top priorities. The 13th Annual State CIO Survey from the National Association of State CIOs and Guidehouse highlights the changing priorities at the state level. Respondents say recruiting and retaining a workforce with the right skill sets remains a major challenge. Some are using non-monetary incentives such as reskilling and upskilling and flexible work schedules. NASIO and Guidehouse surveyed 51 state and tribal CIOs. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Office of Management and Budget taps a Hill veteran and an international trade expert to be its new Made in America director. OMB says Livia Shmavonian will replace Celeste Drake, 
who is stepping down after 18 months on the job. Shmavonian comes to OMB after spending the last 13 months as the Director of Legislative and Governmental Affairs at the Commerce Department's International Trade Administration. She also served as Senior Advisor to the Undersecretary of Commerce, working to advance American competitiveness. Before joining the Biden administration, she was staff director for the Senate Finance Subcommittee on International Trade, Customs and Global Competitiveness and senior advisor to Senator Bob Casey. New supply chain initiatives for the Department of Homeland Security are advancing as part of the Senate's annual must-pass Defense Authorization Act. The DHS Trade and Economic Security Council Act of 2022 is among the dozens of bills now hitching a ride to the Senate and DAA. The act would give DHS's Trade and Economic Security Council a bigger role in identifying and responding to risks to U.S. supply chains. The Senate's defense bill also now includes legislation that would require any invention funded by DHS's Science and Technology Directorate to be manufactured in America. Agencies propose a new federal cyber workforce pay model to attract more talent. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the details. The Department of Veterans Affairs leads several agencies in submitting a special salary rate proposal to the Office of Personal Management that would set a higher pay rate for federal IT management workers. Chris Paris, Senior Advisor for Cyber Workforce Management in the VA's Office of the Chief Information Officer, tells reporters the agencies expect to hear a decision back from OPM by the end of the calendar year. If approved and implemented, it would really mark a huge increase in pay across the general schedule. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Social Security Administration still has a problem figuring out who died and when to stop paying them, as the agency paid out an estimated $14 million to dead beneficiaries. Most of that group of 1,300 deaths was reported in SSA's alert system in June 2021, according to an internal audit. The agency's Inspector General's office recommends recovering improper payments and making sure the alert system integrates with the payment system to stop future payments after death alerts are recorded. The Department of Homeland Security is growing its Hacking for Homeland Security program. Launched in 2020, the H4HS course started out at the Colorado School of Mines before it expanded to Carnegie Mellon University last year. This fall, courses will also be available at the Rochester Institute of Technology and Texas A&M University teaching students how to tackle homeland security challenges. The Inflation Reduction Act gave the Postal Service billions to electrify its fleet. Now Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney wants to know what USPS will do with the money. She's asking how many more electric vehicles USPS will buy with the $3 billion it got and how it will build out the charging infrastructure. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, October 13th, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian.